positive look into my bookshelf, what I'm reading, what's inspired me, and what lessons to take away from it and apply to your own creative business. Hello, hello, welcome back. It's so nice to see you for another episode. Um, we are tackling another book again today. And it's a book that may not on the surface sound like it's going to be about business or anything like that because it really isn't but it's a book that I found really inspirational recently and I think a book that actually ties in with what we do in our businesses quite a lot and a book that yeah it really inspired me it really made me think not just about the contents of the book but the contents of the book on like a larger scale I guess so I'm sharing it in the hopes that you might find it interesting or intriguing or that it's a book that you might want to check out um but we are talking today about the story of art without men by casey hassel and that's hassel h-e-double-s-e-l so i picked up this book for christmas because basically my best friend had bought it and um said how amazing it was and she's very into her art she's very knowledgeable uh, very smart and yeah she had talked about it a lot and how inspiring it was and basically i just wanted to get in on the action you know you have those friends who if they recommend a book you're like yes i trust you so much um yes like (laughs) check it out uh so i got it for christmas and i'm um i mean full disclaimer i haven't actually finished the book but it's been a really nice one of those books where you kind of just pick it up as and when and like flick through it or um you know give it like a quick read before bed because essentially what it is if you haven't encountered it before it's basically one of those lovely chunky uh coffee table kind of books where Casey Hassel the author is essentially taking us through an alternative view of art history from the perspective of female artists the book goes chronologically and Uh, throughout it she's delving into kind of like the wider context of what was happening at the time as well as going through specific artists uh, specific work and they're all recreated in beautiful color i mean if you get to see the book for yourself at the very least i know waterstones were pushing it quite heavily so you might have seen it there if you're in the uk and yeah it's just a really beautiful looking book so the origin story of the book is one that I wanted to talk about because I think it's one that as business owners and freelancers will all find quite relatable and I think is like a really good example of seeing something in the world that they want to change and then actually taking steps to kind of bring it to fruition. I know that might sound like quite grand and over the top perhaps but I do kind of yeah, I, I do believe that, actually. I was going to play it down, but actually, I do believe that. And this book is a really beautiful example of that, I think. Basically, in 2015, Casey Hessel, after qualifying with an art history degree, had been to a show and had realised that not a single work presented at the show had been produced by a woman. And essentially was obviously, you know, quite upset by this, understandably so, um art history is a very male-dominated arena but it's the kind of thing where 
and I include myself in this, had never really questioned it. You know, I obviously read the introduction to the book where she's talking about this and was obviously like a horrified and like really shocked. Um, but it's the kind of thing that we don't really question. Anyway, um, so she'd started an Instagram account to chronicle um, more women um, because they're in arts, because there had been uh, research done where basically no one could name any female artists. And again, I was reading this and thinking, oh my goodness, I don't think I could name any. I think Tracy Emin and Georgia O'Keeffe were like the only two that um, leapt to mind. And I mean, they didn't straight away. So it was a really interesting thing about like my own biases as well uh, when it came down to it. And then I kind of dread to think what happens when you kind of drill a bit further down and think about, you know, um, black women artists or artists on the LGBTQ plus spectrum. So yeah, a lot to unpack there. But Katie, when confronted by all this, had decided to start an Instagram account where she challenged herself that every day she would feature a a female artist from some point in art history and write a bit about them and discuss uh, their work. And the account really took off, which I'm really, really happy to hear. And basically the book is the kind of physical manifestation of her Instagram account and of everything she was kind of posting about on that. And she does go into this like a lot more in depth in the introduction to the book, which is really interesting reading by itself um and like I said filtering it through that lens of why we do what we do um for me anyway this felt like a really relatable story because it's kind of how I came into freelancing in the first place so I started my business back in 2020 which feels like a million years ago but it was because I you know during being furloughed and things like that I had become a little bit disillusioned with how work culture was and how a nine to five culture was and was kind of presented with an alternative to it which kind of led me to explore uh, being self-employed uh, freelancing um, especially because both my parents uh, were self-employed as well so I mean I'd had I'd had that kind of fed to me subconsciously throughout my whole life really but I digress. So that was an example of me as a business owner and a freelancer saying, I know that there is an alternative. I know that there's like a different way of doing things and I want to explore it. And when I pivoted my business uh, last year in, it wasn't last year, it was 2021, oh my goodness, um, to kind of start thinking about bringing my creativity in and my love for creativity, it was because I really recognised the need for us to explore having a better work-life balance and to explore how creativity can help us do that and the power of embracing having hobbies and having interests away from our work. And again, because I recognised there was a need for that and saw that as like a wrong in the business world, that was why, you know, that's why I'm, I'm talking to you now. So I think it's a really powerful story. I think it's a really interesting and inspiring way of looking at the world. Reading the stories of the women in the book as well really made me think a lot about how women are viewed creatively as a whole. There are 
a lot of examples i'm sure it won't surprise you to hear this but there's a lot of examples in the book of female artists who had had their work ripped off by male artists entire movements being credited to the people who did not in fact create them but were kind of had it thrust upon them as they were white men typically um so the Bauhaus movement was an example of that uh according to the history in the book um and it was a female artist who'd kind of started the movement and was really responsible for a lot of the like the signature things you see in it um but wasn't credited because she was a woman and obviously there is a lot a lot of examples in there which definitely made me think about how women are viewed creatively anyway and that was only kind of exemplified for me like even more reading the bits on um textile art and quilting and Oh my goodness, as a textile nerd myself, so I'm really into sewing, so those sections of the book I absolutely loved reading, especially because some of the quilts featured in there, oh my goodness, so intricate, so like detailed, so like just full of amazing things. And I'd never like heard of any of it, I'd never like, you know, I think I'd occasionally seen like one or two featured in museums. Um, and I think that's definitely only recently. It was definitely something I didn't see like when I was younger. But it really made me reflect on how textile art is viewed because obviously there's a lot of talk in the book about how it wasn't really taken seriously and, you know, not considered to be, you know, true art in inverted commas just because of the nature of it. And it really reminded me of how society generally views craft and hobbies. I think there's still a very like typically feminine skew to things. And I think it's really only recently in the last few years, maybe decade, I'm not even sure I'd go that far to be honest, where we've kind of moved, started to move away from the stereotypical like WI Women's Institute way people view women's creativity I think that it's not just you know making our silly crafts making doing our silly knitting or whatever but you know it like it is serious it's not just a silly thing because it's stereotypically feminized as much as TikTok gets a bad rep for certain things um I do think like things like seeing people craft on TikTok and things like that have gradually started to pull away um, that stereotype of traditional crafting being just for women um, and just for older women as well. So it was really interesting to kind of read about where that had come from and to, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of kind of depressing. I'm not going to lie. There were a lot of parts of the book where I was kind of thinking, oh my goodness, it was disheartening to see how little certain things had changed actually. But also encouraging to kind of, you know, see that even with the publication of the book, and I think the book was really popular and really successful, that things are kind of starting slowly to shift and to change. Pulling it back to creativity as well. Another reason why I absolutely loved this book and found it so inspirational and engaging when I read it was obviously the amount of stories in there about these incredible women from all corners of the world, from all parts of history, that had embraced the power of being creative even when it was incredibly difficult to do so and we're talking you know women producing 
art through like dictatorships through wartime and obviously incredibly intense like personal situations for a lot of these women as well um not to say that good art only comes from suffering because i don't believe that but if we're looking at kind of stories of women who really faced some incredibly challenging circumstances and situations to see that they were able to like channel that into making these incredible art pieces that in a lot of cases were like were nothing like that was other things that were being seen at the time um yeah a real like powerful testament to how powerful creativity is and how powerfully it can reflect the world around us as well and how it tells a story and how it yeah speaks to these like amazing stories and you know how how we can channel creativity to tell our stories I think that's something that as human beings we are always doing on a smaller scale I think even if you don't consider yourself an artist or consider yourself someone who is stereotypically creative I think we are always creating and we are always storytelling like all the time even when we're like on social media and we're producing content or in our businesses when we're doing anything I think we're we're always doing it I think even if it's not traditionally how it'll look it'll be really interesting to see how this book affects art history going forward and how it you know and how art history is going to look with obviously like new forms and new things happening all the time that's just modern life right everything happening all the time so you might have been listening to this and maybe thinking well okay that all sounds very good and well but I am not an artist I'm not someone who considers themselves a traditional creative what I really want to reassure you about this book is that I'm not really that artistic either but this book is fantastic because it's really accessible and it's really accessible in the way that there isn't a lot of text there's not a lot of jargon um it is incredibly accessible and like very easy to read and really easy to like flick through like if you had for example like an interest in a particular portion of history uh, you could go- just go to that bit of the book. Everything's really well indexed. Um, everything's quite searchable in there. So I would definitely recommend picking it up, even if you don't think you're into art, because like I said, there's a lot of stories in there um, and a lot of elements of the book that I think everyone can find inspiration from. It, I think it would be very, very difficult for people to kind of read through this and not gain something from it basically if you're a fan of a chunky book um if you're a fan of a coffee table book if you're a fan of like a nice non-fiction book you can have around where you can just flick through and just get from it whatever you need from it at that moment in time then i would a hundred percent recommend this one like i said at the top of the show this one doesn't feel like it feels like a bit of a weird recommendation in some ways just because obviously it's not a traditional art um not a traditional business book but i really wanted to talk about books on here that were inspirational creatively like not just from a business perspective because i think there are plenty of business books out there but not 
maybe so many um books that are reflecting how it is to be creative and to run a creative business and to be more in touch with like that part of you and also i think a lot of business books are like dry as hell um to be, to be totally honest this book the story about, about men also smiles really nice so if you are someone and there will be people listening i know that will know what i'm talking about and will appreciate it so yeah i'm gonna leave it there if you've read this one or picked it up let me know what you think i would love to chat about it and uh if you haven't read it and you're fancying checking out also let me know I will link to it in the show notes as well if you want to pick it up and check it out for yourself. I will leave it at that. It's been so nice talking to you today. I hope there was something in this episode that you found inspirational or useful. Please uh, follow the show, share the show, um, let me know what you thought. You can always get hold of me on Instagram at CaitlinTheCreative or uh, send me an email, visit the website, all the good stuff. And I will be back next week. And next week I will be talking about journaling and what an amazing creative practice it is and how you can bring it into your everyday life.